This episode of the F1 Girlies in the Race is recorded on Ngunnawal Country. We pay our respects to the traditional custodians of the land and to their elders past, present and emerging. This is and always will be Aboriginal land. Hey everyone, welcome back. <laughs> Hello, welcome back to another episode of In the Race. I feel like it's been a hot minute is that the correct term am i even using the are we correct old term like i feel like it's been a hot minute like i feel like that's what we use like is it a millennial thing i don't want to show our age here but yeah it's been a hot minute what's up <laughs> i don't know about you but i feel like there is a like i feel like we definitely lost momentum with the break no 100 percent in the f1 academy because I feel like we were getting really excited. We were like, yes, race one, race two, race three, woo. And then next minute they just had like a break. And then obviously F1 has really picked up. And then now it's yeah. like, okay, they're back again. But but I don't know about you. It just doesn't feel like it has the same excitement and momentum For sure. as we did going into And I'm it. wondering if it's like a social media thing. Because I feel like the accounts haven't been as active as they were before. Like at least yeah. they're not competing, you know, with all the other like Formula One accounts that we're following. So it's really difficult to be like, oh, unless yeah. you like seek it out. It's really difficult to actually sort of keep up with it. And I know a lot of the drivers were posting here and there with their break time. Like what they've been up to, their training stuff like that which was really nice to see but you're totally right like it's so difficult to sort of jump back on and be like okay where were we okay here are where the people are standing okay this is where we're at so I I was a little lost puppy and now yeah and now that you've mentioned that I'm like a hundred percent like I feel like there are moments when I want the F1 Academy like Instagram page to post something and like it's not there and yeah. it kind of just makes you feel very detached from what's actually going I on. I think so too. Like they don't spam you like F1 does. I and I'm like, them to is that a missed me. opportunity for them? Like, should they have a TikTok account where they just do trends with the drivers? Literally. So that we can get to know them a bit better. Like, that's a free. And I feel like platform. they were doing it. Yes, yes and no. Like, they were definitely posting those, oh, get to know your drivers. But mm. I'm saying I want hardcore. We're making memes with George Russell and Esteban Ocon style, but with the yeah. F1 Academy drivers. No, 100%. Yeah, like I feel like that would just be such a good way to get to know the drivers, right? That's like, true. Like I feel like maybe that's the element that I'm missing. That's true. And I think we haven't even had a chance to get to know them yet. You know? Yep. We don't yeah. have the that walk, the Mark, the Martin Brundle. We don't have the Martin Brundle walk before yeah, our no race. Martin Brundle walk. You know, that Nothing. is very... Like yeah. even that, I'm like... You, you, yeah, you have TikTok, like you have Instagram live. You could easily do your own Martin Brundle situation at the start of the F1 Academy race. Oh my gosh, F1 Academy, can you hire us to be your social media team? (laughs) We're thinking of ideas left, right and center, like make us some admin. Yeah. We need a Martin Brundle walk. I have, I haven't with the F1 Academy drivers. Like why are we not... Because they could Why just regurgitate the same content that F1 is doing because everyone loves it. Yeah. It's proven to be good. And they're also drivers, so it would still work. A hundred percent. Like, I just... <sighs> Susie, I just message us. Yeah, I just see it as such a huge potential. Like, I feel like I've seen so many F1 girlies in the communities, like other content creators like us who were like really trying to showcase this sport. But there's only so much we can do when there's not 
much out there Literally. if that makes sense like if there was more content out there i reckon we'd be posting so much more about it well, like we would be no we were literally at the beginning like yeah. okay we're gonna do this we're gonna do this we're gonna do this and then it was like oh we can't watch it okay shit yep. <laughs> how can we yeah. keep everyone informed and it's been really difficult and we're also really hoping that next year will improve with the coverage. And we've also spoken about this, but living in Australia, it is really hard time-wise. Like to, I'm, I know we shouldn't be making excuses. This is kind of what we've chosen to do. <laughs> but at the same time, staying up at one o'clock at night just to watch a few numbers and names change. Yeah. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm not going to be doing that. <laughs> Guys, if we were 18, maybe we could do it. But like we are in our mid-20s, mid to late 20s. And it is getting harder, okay? I need, I really need to get more sleep. Like it is an ongoing issue. So no, 100%. Yep. Like I can't justify staying up until like 4am to watch the numbers and the names yep. just change. and be like, what was it Yeah. Like? But but if we could watch it and they had replays of it, a hundred percent, like yeah. we, we would be doing that for sure. It's but it's speaking of watching it, I you in Australia you can watch what they originally when they first like introduced the sport and they were like, hey everyone, like we're going to be creating this TV program. Yeah. So everyone in Australia, you can actually watch that on Ko. So I did find it. You have to go right into the deep dark depths of motorsport <laughs> oh to find God. it, but it's there. Thank but you, even Ko. then, it's not what I really expected. Yeah. Like, again, it's like an element of like, yeah, I don't really know how to describe it. Like, it almost feels like they're not really letting the fans in like they do with other sports, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, that might be really harsh of me and a bit of a hot, hot yeah. take. But I think that there is like an element of like, do you think they're trying to protect fully them? engaging with the fanship? Do you think they're trying to protect the drivers because they're still quite young? That is a good point. I didn't think about that. But at the same time, they're not that young. Yeah. And I guess but they are way, still young. I guess, yeah. But, like, I even think about, like, the documentary series that they made for F2, right? Like, they have didn't that on they F1 had one. TV. Didn't and know. It's, yeah. And, you know, they're showcasing these young guns. Like, I can't remember the exact title, but I think it has to do with them, like, you know, this is your career, you know, where it's the search that we're looking for, sort of like that mm. feeling. And it's like, why why didn't they take the opportunity to do the same thing? Like, I feel like we're just kind of sitting in limbo with the F1 Academy at the yeah, moment. Sure. Like, there's so many promised things for next year. It's like, hey, we're launching Discover Your Drive. That's going to be a global mm. initiative to help, you know, not only drivers, but all women in F1 and motorsports sort of thing you know and then it's like oh and we have this documentary that we're making with Reese Witherspoon and we're gonna align with the calendar but it's all happening next year so at the moment it's like part of me is like maybe they should have just launched next year like not to be harsh at all Uh, but maybe they should have no but that's yeah like they should have yeah no I 100% agree with you and maybe I am being really harsh in saying this I reckon they should have taken this year to actually build yeah their everything you know like yeah maybe have a few races but align it with the calendar so that it's almost like hey this is a showcase this is a taster of what next year will be like either a don't ramp it up as much as you have and then let us down Mm. you know like i know again i'm being really really harsh everybody excited guys (laughs) and we still are and we just want to be involved with it you know like it just 
It's yeah. so exciting. But we're just like, give us more, please. I'm not angry. I'm just disappointed. Oh, my God. Literally the worst <laughs> sentence you could ever say to anyone. Do not let Susie Wolf hear that sentence. But I think the reason why I am so disappointed is because it is so exciting to follow. Like, yeah. out of, what, 12 races, they've had seven different winners. Oh, I thought you were about to say all these different penalties. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> So much shit has gone down. <laughs> well, yes, that as well. But like, it's it so incredible. close every race. Like the reverse format that they do for race two is like so exciting. Like, you know, there's moments where it'll be like tenths of a second for someone to get yeah. on a podium, and like the fact that there have been seven different winners for like twelve races. Like, how exciting! It like, is very it is exciting. Such an exciting. We don't see sport it. to be following. We don't see it at all. Yeah, I just wish we could watch it. <laughs> wish we could um, go. Uh, Come yes, to Australia. Uh, oh, my god! Next year. Well, hopefully if they align with the calendar next year, they'll be in Australia. I'm hoping for an F1 and an F, yeah, F1, F2, F3 and F1 Academy in Australia. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. We'll be so small. <laughs> we need to go. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, but, Jen, shall we move on to introducing the fourth out of fifth team? Let's do it. Alright, so we are talking about Rodin Carlin this week. Rodin! Okay, alright, so this is coming from their website. So, Rodin Carlin. So, the Farnham, so UK, based team has been a force in junior motorsport since the team's inception in 1999. So, race programs in championships such as F4, F3, F2, Indy Lights, IndyCar, Elms, and the Asian Le Mans series, just to name a few. So they have claimed 470 race victories, 30 championship titles, and helped promote over 30 drivers to F1 during the team's history. So the team became Roden Carlin in early 2023, following investment from Australian businessman and entrepreneur David Dicker, which I reckon his nickname has to be David Dicko or something like to that. Be <laughs> Um, and some of today's most successful drivers have passed through the doors of Carlin. Currently, F1 has an enormous amount of Carlin alumni. Um, and these drivers include Landon Norris, George Russell, Kevin Magnuson, and Carlos Sainz. That's such a fun fact. I love it. I, it's I love so good. that. Oh my gosh, Roden Carlin. Giving us I the UK you. goods. Did I not pick them? Did I not pick them at the beginning? I think it's purely just because I loved. You have picked them. I did pick them. And I also just yeah, really Abby's, loved yeah. Abby's <laughs> pink. I have to admit. But speaking of Abby, let's introduce the drivers. So number 10 is Abby Pulling. She's from the UK and she's 20 years old, literally thriving. That's all I want to say. So um, Abby is an Alpine Academy member in 2023 and has achieved podium finishes in every championship she has raced in so far. She's gone seven podiums in British F4 between 2020 and 2021, which was followed up by campaigns in W Series, where she finished the 2022 season fourth in the standings. Okay, Abby, we see you. She's also doing really well in the championship as well. Like she is. For the F1 Academy, yeah. I think she's up there. I think 
yeah, I, I don't know about you, but I feel like within, since the first three races have actually happened, I think that you can now start filtering out who were the top drivers and who aren't. Sure. And de- well, Abby's, Abby's definitely up there, yeah. Well, at the moment, she's coming fifth in the standings. Incredible. So, absolutely. Um, smashing it. Okay, so number 11 is Jessica Edgar, also from the UK, and she's 18 years old. So, Jessica is part of a racing family, and she's been racing in karts since 2010. And then she stepped up to the GV4 in 2022 for her first full season of single-seater racing. She finished the season seventh overall, scoring points in every single round and achieving the best finish of second at Alton Park. I feel like every time I introduce someone, I'm like, slay, yes, queen, get right? it. So, just like, they've so achieved talented. so much they're like, 18. I'm just like, yeah. shit, you know? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Number 12, we've got Megan Gilks from Canada, and she is 22 years old. So, Megan started her career in karts in Barbados, and she joined the F1 Academy after several seasons racing in her home country, as well as the US and the UK. So, she started her racing career in the Canadian Formula 1,200 1, or like 1,200. Um And she has claimed race victories in multiple series since then, including two race wins in GB4 in 2022. There are so many championships. I just cannot fathom and get my mouth around. It's insane. It's one of our um, Formula 101 episodes coming up. Just talking about the categories. It's crazy. Um, But talking about Megan Gilks, she also actually works for Aston Martin. What, is that like a little part-time or what's going on? Is she full-time? Yeah, so she, so she joined the Aston Martin Formula 1 team as a trackside support engineer. So she started engineering. Do you think she's friends with Lance? Because I love that. Well, she, well, she is Canadian as well. <laughs> she's <so>. Canadian. <laughs> it's Maybe like they're Australian. We're Canadian. friends with Oscar. We're actually best <laughs> friends with Daniel Ricciardo and Oscar Piastri. Um, Could you imagine? That'd be great. <laughs> I think we'd actually all get along like a house on fire, but we'll have to find I out one day. To- how many degrees of separation we would be? So for everyone who's not Australian, oh my god, I, I feel know like it's this just exceptionally Australian for everyone. Oh no, I know the answer to this too. No, we literally know the answer. Okay, hang on. One, two. Um, we one, are two degrees. No, two I'm degrees three. You're two. Se- yeah, two degrees separation. No, from no. Piastri. I've I've met that person. I'm also two degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Which but means yeah, sorry, we completely got separation from Daniel. But like in Australia, it's like insane that you can pretty much be like so closely, like someone you know will know someone you know. know someone. <laughs> it's like actually crazy. Like, yeah, it's just crazy. So you, we are both two degrees. I know Oscar Piastri two degree separation purely through two different people. Isn't that insane? Wait, who's the second person? <laughs> I thought you knew Charles through the second degree. Oh! <laughs> I also know Charles through crazy. the second degree as this well. This is actually yeah. so crazy. Okay, hang on, hang on. Which means I know Charles through three degrees of separation. This is very exciting. This is very exciting. Which means we know Toto Does Wolf. Does this mean we could be? Yeah, I was just thinking that too. <laughs> where my mind went my mind automatically went to how many degrees separation am i from total wolf now (laughs) guys like if you get it you get it like you just have to but anyway um but um, but if that's the case we're actually four degrees separation from everyone in f1 academy 
that's actually pretty cool. Um, yeah. But I feel like that's all we really have to chat to you about today. Yeah. Go oh, have so a go have a think about far? how many degrees of separation you've got to. Yeah, you are to a drive really Because <laughs> it's just like you're so close, but you're so far, <laughs> so close to Monaco, oh. so far from Monaco. Oh, that's how I feel living in Australia. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, every time oh, someone's just like so much Geneva. For oh, oh, sorry. Sorry. No, I was just going to say every time someone I know who lives overseas is like Geneva, you literally just live on an island surrounded by ocean they were like you're near nothing yeah when yeah yeah <laughs> sorry that was a really random sign please go on uh but yes thank you so much if you made it this far um and i guess we will catch you in our next episode bye This podcast was brought to you by Cliché Media Group.